This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. You are listening to SM Fridays with Simon and Michael on Joy 94.9, as said by Sharon Needles. Sharon Needles. Winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. We need some other people to introduce us. We do. She's getting mm. a bit bit bored. She, she is. Oh, I'm sure she's not bored, but, you know, I think people are getting bored of her. No, she, in, in, you know, somewhat, somewhat. I know. I don't think she's bored. I had a look at her uh, tour schedule, oh, yes. and she is pretty much doing something every day up until the end of the year. So, oh. yeah, someone's, oh, yeah. someone's going to be rolling in it by 2013. Well, she needs the money. Well, this is true. She needs to make some new clothes for herself. True. Yeah. Some quirky designs. That's right. And speaking of quirky, we've both had a, an absolute... Oh, how would you put this on radio? Oh, I don't know. What are you... Bad, bad, bad day today. Thanks to being Friday the 13th. So Indeed. we're going to be discussing the the birth of Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. where it all started. And we're going to be telling you our Friday the 13th stories. A couple of them, anyway. The ones we, the ones we can tell on radio. We've also got some, um, some no-doubt news. Um, a bit of um, Tomcat news. Oh, yes. And um, there's also a little bit of... Uh, some things that you've done during the week this week. Yes, I've completely outgayed myself this week, so we'll be having a bit of a chat about that. Joy, 94.9. I don't, I don't know what it is. Normally, Friday the 13th, I'm having not too bad a day, mm-hmm. being Friday. It takes a lot to burst my bubble on a Friday. But today, I think it really got me. What, well, what happened today? Well, today for me, first of all, as you can tell, I've got a cold, so I don't normally sound like this. Um... And <laughs> yes, so do I. Actually, I actually feel as though I'm going to to uh, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right at all. I actually don't even sound normal. Yes, at the moment. But yes. we'll get we'll get over that. We'll, yes. we'll, be, we'll be fine. Yeah. Sorry, I was just having a cold moment then. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time. It does. It does. So um yeah, I was watching um I was watching television the other day, and they were saying that this uh, this new strain of the flu is um is running rampant around Australia, not so much in Victoria, but in Queensland, New South Wales and South Australia. And it's some H-something-in-something virus, right? Mm -hmm. Sounds really bad. Um, But it's a virus that hasn't been around for 10 years, or a strain of the virus, of the flu that hasn't been around for 10 years. So the modern-day flu shots aren't protecting against it. Right, yes. So, um, so look, I was good. I went and had my flu shot this year, and look, I'm all for them. You're a good boy. I know. There's a lot of people who are very anti-flu shots, I uh, found. Uh, yeah, I don't know why, though, because they, they're really good. I, look, granted, you don't... It's just because you have the shot doesn't mean you don't get a cold afterwards, because, you know, flu and cold are different things. Yes. But flu shots are important. They are, mm. yeah. yeah. And I think they work. The only time where it hasn't worked for me is when I was really run down. Mm-hmm. Okay, a hangover, and went and had a flu shot, and that was just the end of me for about three weeks. Oh, okay, right. So, um, but you know, if you're fit and healthy and you go and have one, then I think the body sort of bounces back from it really well. Mm. Um, now, back to Friday the 13th. So- full circle, <laughs> full circle. Okay, we're back. You know me, you know I love a good full circle. Well, why not? And um, yeah, so today I thought um, uh, what I'd do uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. right, was I'd, I'd had all these different bank accounts, right? One for traveling, one for this, one for that and all of it and I thought no let's just let's just put them all together right and um so I thought I'm going to use the account that I used for traveling which was brilliant when I was traveling over to the states um 
and I thought, look, I'm just going to move it all into that one, right? So did the transfer yesterday. I get paid monthly, which is a Friday the 13th episode in itself. Um, and so that was going in as well. And I thought, ooh, beautiful, right? So anyway, so I go to Coles today to um, to go and buy some stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, go to swipe my card and it's gone declined. And don't you hate that feeling when your card's declined? And you know that there's there's heaps in there, but... You're you just, going, well, you know, what, what is it? What is it? And so I was stressing out and I thought, oh, it must be something wrong with the card. So I jump on, on the, the app and have a look at my balance and it's showing a zero balance. And I'm like, oh my God, where has all this money gone? Right. So I call up the bank in question. Yes. I should name and shame them. I really should. <coughs> oh, I no, feel no, like no. a bit of a um, uh, Neil Mitchell. We're not a current affair. So, so don't. Probably, probably not. Oh, not I today. could bring that tonight after the day oh. I've had. However, um, so I call, I call them up. So the the call goes through to our cousins in the sea, mm-hmm. our cousins across the sea, and um, and I'm left talking to um, to this person for probably about twenty minutes about how they've had a technical glitch at the bank, and that the funds won't be available um, until eleven o'clock. Eleven. Right? So this so was at nine o'clock in the morning. Okay. I thought, okay, that's fine, not a, not an issue. So just after eleven, I thought oh, I'll check and make sure that it's all gone because it's a lot of money. So I thought I'll I'll check it and make sure. 11 o'clock comes, nothing there. So I called them up and they said, oh, give us a little bit more time. Anyway, 3 o'clock I call up and I've gone team leader. Okay, okay, right? good choice. I don't... Yes. Uh, look, I've worked in a call centre before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of um, a lot of the gays out there have experienced working in a call centre before. Yes. So look, generally I'm quite nice. Okay. Right? When my money's involved, no. Oh. No. It's... But- um, yeah, but they've so, given you the, su- the support so far. They've told you a few different stories, and, and they each have. time they've tried to help you. Look, and and I didn't feel as though there was any help, oh. right? So anyway, their systems went down, and they're, and they're, they're processing everything. They said, we've got people processing this manually. And I said, what, one person? <laughs> and, um, and they didn't appreciate my comments and, and my tone. Mm-hmm. Um Thankfully, I wasn't swearing, which is out of the ordinary. It must oh, have been the flu that was holding maybe, me back yeah. from that. So, um, yeah, so as it stands, who knows where these thousands of dollars are gone because they're definitely not in my account. They're all ones and zeros at the moment. Um, exactly, yes. Yeah. I know, and, it, and it's quite scary. So, of all days, and I've never, I've never done this before in my life where I've thought, look, I'll bring everything together and streamline it mm-hmm. and put it into one account, and yeah, not a good idea, not a good day. Well, apparently, Hobson has let us know that if a month starts on a Sunday, it will have a Friday the 13th in it. Oh, wow. So, next time you want to change accounts and do something, make sure that the month doesn't start with a Sunday. I will. And you should be right. Definitely. But before the song, we're talking about uh, Friday the 13th stories. And I, my issue, my thing that happened today was... Um, about my car. Now, my favourite thing to do once every so often is get my car dealt with because, you know, in time it needs a bit of love and, yes. and, and so forth. Uh, and so I just opened my car in. And it was 100,000 K... Uh, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, but it was 100,000 K service time. So, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a time to... I, I knew there was going to be some cost involved. You've done a couple of laps of Australia. I've done some yeah. laps. I've done some laps. Uh, so that was fine. So a couple hundred dollars here for the service. And then I knew it had some bits and pieces to be fixed from last time. So that's fine. No yes. drama. Yeah. Problem was, though, about two hours after I got that initial, uh, just so you know, there's this and this, that's fine. Call. I got another phone call. 
and I was um, told that I now also had a leaking water pump. I had um, lamps that weren't working, mm-hmm. uh, and I also had very thin brake discs. Right. So originally, Nothing I was worse than a thin disc, you say? No, there's not. No, that's right. <laughs> Apparently, it's not very good for the car. <laughs> Who would have thought? Mm. So um, I actually ended up uh, having to pay. Uh, other, th- I was ready to pay about you know five hundred or so. But yeah. f- no, no, um, it's now thirteen hundred dollars. Ouch! And so I've decided that now half the car is now new again. <laughs> um, I should be right for another service for <laughs> about a two, rebirthing ceremony. Two or three years, I should be fine now. Yes. So that was my Friday story. Lovely. Uh, yeah, it was great. It really made me happy to mm. to get it today. At least though, I know I have the money. And there are no zeros in accounts anywhere, <laughs> unlike you. Uh, but it wasn't nice. Yes, yes. But, you know, Friday the 13th has, hasn't always been one of those days where people don't uh, do certain things. I know my mum always used to make sure that uh, there was no travelling on Friday the 13th. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wow. always tried not to have to go anywhere uh, because she thought that there might be a problem if we were to... Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I, I don't think there's anybody still with that superstition around. I think she's she's mellowed slightly since, <laughs> yeah. uh, knowing that maybe it's not as big a problem now as it was. But she she there that, that was there was that that whole Friday Thirteenth thing for a while there. Wow, mm. wow, and um, yeah. So, do you have any other superstitions about Friday the Thirteenth? No, I'm like f- I will walk under a ladder. Mm-hmm. I'll see. I won't walk under a ladder. No. At the best of times. Yeah, okay. Probably should, actually, with the luck that I've had lately. Mm, yeah, it might actually be a good thing yeah, for you. Yeah, it might undo the curse. But walk back. You could walk, back, walk backwards back oh, under yes. it or yes. something, and that's supposed to be okay. Yep. And then what you can do is on the way through is you can step on some cracks in the footpath mm-hmm. and make sure Spill you have... some salt. That's right, and actually have yep. a black cat walk in, in front of you yes. on the yep. way through, and then you should be fine for the next year. Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. That was Jedward's new single, wow. Luminous, uh, which is on their album Young Love and I'm predicting here's my prediction oh I love a prediction this will be on uh, your daytime listening <laughs> pleasure with the next fortnight yes uh, so it's now for, we'll, we'll, we'll it was really this. good I mm. look I do like their stuff it, it's a little bit cheesy but yeah. that was really good and I think that's got a lot of commercial appeal oh it does and oh, it does. Um, especially amongst the gays for those of you who don't know who Jedward are yes uh, Jedward Represented Ireland in the last two Eurovision Song Contests, yes. and so you've probably heard Waterline being played as ad nauseum uh, <laughs> during you know your, the morning and the afternoons on Joy, uh, but that's um, but that's luminous. So that's that's their new single, and there's a bit of Eurovision news coming out of, of the last little while. So um, as you would know, again uh, being played on Joy, uh, Euphoria, yes, uh, but by Lorraine, yes. Uh, well, how do you say it, Lorraine? Lorraine, something like that. No, wow. there a couple of V's in there. Uh, I, I didn't think it was Lorraine. No. no. <laughs> I thought it would be more European than Lorraine. It's a bit Charlene to do Charlene. But uh, so that's a Swedish song. So it's Sweden next year for the Eurovision Song Contest. And yeah. they've decided that Malmo will be the place where Ooh. the contest will take place. The thing that's is... That's not a capital. No, it's not the capital. No, mm. it's actually quite a small... It's a. It's not... It's a it's a city, but it's not exactly a big city. Oh. So there's a, a whole lot of drama around the fact that it's a small city, and there's not many hotels around, and the actual venue itself is actually one of the smaller places as that the 
the contest has been held in the last you know five or so years. But apparently, what they want to do is try to scale it down a bit, little bit. So that way... Oh, I can see a bit of an uproar. Yes, because, you know, it's like the Olympics. Like, every four years, they try and outdo the last one. So it's yeah. the same as, as the Eurovision Song Contest. They try and outdo each one every single year. So it's it will end up being a, the size of, you know, like a... They have to shut the country down for a week yeah. before yeah. they actually have it held. So they're trying to make it a bit smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how that goes. Yep. Um, hopefully they'll actually be able to house people there for a good week. They, maybe they'll do it like Splendor in the Grass where everybody takes a tent and camps out for three or four days. That's very sweet. Euphoria in the Grass. Oh, yeah. And they can all dance like her on the grass. Like mm. every night there'll be like a dancing competition and they can all just like do that funny shuffly dance thing yeah, like yeah. she did. I think that'd be a good way to would be. celebrate it. Yeah, yeah. But that's for next year. We're so, thinkers. Yeah, we are. We yeah. are. So hopefully you know, that will go well. And so there's news very, very very slowly trickling through. Okay. But, hey, it's Eurovision. I'm sure there'll be, there'll be some something random that comes up, you know, bet- between now and May. Well, I'm sure you'll be able to fill us in between now and May of, of the, the shiz that's going down with oh. uh, with Eurovision. I'll keep up. Don't you worry about that. Joy, 94.9. Oh, God, haven't I had it up to here with this cold? Oh, my <laughs> God. SNM Fridays with Simon and Michael on Joy, 94.9. Oh, my God. It's, it's really bizarre. Like... I had one in February. Yes. When I was travelling overseas. The mm-hmm. one that I thought I was going to die with. That's right. So yes. this really is nothing. Nothing no. bad. I wasn't nearly right. I'm not nearly writing my will out with this one. No, you're not bedridden. No, not yet. Not yet. However, I always I always feel as though everybody's got a really good remedy for a cold. Okay. Mine is, um, I actually like Asian cooking. Mm-hmm. And... Um, one thing that I made yesterday was a laksa. Oh, delicious. Now, I think, you know, with all the garlic, the ginger, the chili, fresh Asian herbs, chicken and tofu and all that sort of stuff, um, it, it just, it cleans your sinuses out and it's so good for you with a flu. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? What, what do you like? Oh, I just stay in bed. A tea. Tea. Oh, tea. Yes. A bit of yep. lemon. Lemon. Okay. And like honey. Yeah. Uh, or even just a little lemon and honey with a bit of hot water and chug that down for a bit. Yeah. Um, anything that involves liquid, I think, is probably a good a good tip. But the problem is I I have all these things. Sounds like a usual Saturday night. And and <laughs> I and no. And <laughs> I just don't seem to actually get any better. Mm. I, I don't know why. I do all this and nothing. Nothing. See, I find when I when I eat well and, and I have that combination of chili and garlic and ginger it works really well. So I might have a cold for a couple of days and I'll have it bad for a couple of days, but then after that I'll feel really, really good. So, um, yeah, so I had this massive bowl of Luxa yesterday. And look, it probably did take a couple of layers of skin off the back of my throat. It was that hot. However, I'm hoping that, <laughs> that this is going to pay me back in a couple of days' time. It, it probably will, yes, it will. Yeah. It will, and you'll know about it. But then you'll then you'll say thank you to it for, for doing that for you. Indeed. Stripping back the layers as it, as it, as it goes through. <laughs> but no, I it's my issue is not quite knowing what to do and because I'm surrounded by children all the time, you know, children are the carriers of anything and everything. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it, I'm like the first, the first out of the group of anyone. Have you ever had get... lice before? Oh, yeah. From school? Really? Yes. Oh, my God. And now whenever someone mentions lice, yep. I start scratching. So give me 30 seconds. I'll probably start, <laughs> I'll probably start scratching my head. No, lice, it's, lice, it's... lice, lice. No, don't, don't. No, but you get like anything, anything and everything, it, you get it. And so it just oh. spreads like wildfire through the whole place. Wow. And because, you know, normally teachers don't, it has to be something pretty vicious for us to be 
at home to stay yes. at home yes. um it, we end up just continuing to pass it on to everyone <laughs> as we go so it's not it's not good are you with Simon and Michael on S&M Fridays? Now you're actually going through the course at the moment, aren't you? I am, yes. Tell us a bit about the course. Well, it's good fun. It's yeah. good fun. So uh, over eight weeks, um, you learn pretty much everything you need to know about how to operate the place. Wow. So it's very good. So we're, I'm about nearly halfway through. Yep. Uh, and so I can I can interview officially. I can co-host well, we'll officially. We'll be putting you to that test on Monday, oh, won't we? Excellent. We will, yes. With our special guest for next week. Yes. Who, Natalie Gauchi and Paul from Tune in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Natalie Gauchi was the winner of the 2000-something idol. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. One, one of them. them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she's actually one of them who's gone on to do some good things. So, she has. Yeah. And she's continued to do a lot of work and, and releasing music and getting That's around right. the place. So um, I will make sure I'm prepared mm-hmm. and I have some good questions. We've both had our suit of fit. Correct. Be, That's we'll right. Be, we'll be off. And, <laughs> and it'll be funny, though, if some of these remedies work uh, and we get better after we have the interview, uh, it will sound a bit, a bit funny, you know, us all sniffly and, and blocked for the interview, mm. but sounding wonderful come next Friday. Yes. So yes. You'll, you'll, you'll know the difference. You'll know if we've actually got better or worse in the meantime. <laughs> very true, very true. Joy, 94.9. Now, um, in this week's How Gay Can You Get? Oh, yes. I, I had an episode this week where I thought, I'm going to do something that I've wanted to do for quite some time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, it does involve hanging out with some 90-year-old women. Whoa, um, Joel. <laughs> and how's that hanging different? Hanging with my homies. How's that different to any other week? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I actually thought, look, I I love to cook, mm-hmm. and I've never entered anything in a competition. Okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> and I thought, you know how much of a fan of the Melbourne show I am. Oh. Why not amalgamate the two? Excellent. So mm. are, you doing, um, are you doing a tea cosy? No, no, cooking. Yeah, no, you can make a cooking tea Cooking a tea cosy. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, a tea cosy put over the teapot that you're going to no, use to... I've selected five different fields for me to put an entry into. Jeez. All on the same day, so it'll be a very busy morning. Goodness <laughs> me. And, um, yeah, so I'm entering five fields in the Melbourne show. What, what have you chosen? going to go head-to-head with the CWA. <laughs> <laughs> what have you chosen? I have chosen brownies. Okay, nice. Because I found... I. I found a really good brownie recipe mm-hmm. and I thought, no, no, I'm going to tweak it. I'm going to make it individual and my own. And this brownie recipe is the best brownies ever. They are so good. I should bring some in for you next That'd week. That would be lovely. That's a big call. You can rate them out of 10. So Ooh. you can be the CWA next week. Yes, I could. Okay, yes. good. Done. Okay, what else yes. have you put in um, So there's two lots of brownies. One is their recipe, one is mine. Mm-hmm. Um, macaroons. Okay, yep. Uh Muffins and savoury muffins. Oh, mm. oh! So there's, so there's, so two lots of, so two of two lots, then one, and then sort of two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So you're yeah. sort of trying to get as much. You're casting in there as far as you can. That's right. So hopefully by entering as many different fields as I can, mm. hopefully I'll, I'll get something back. You now, do know it's like, not like Lotto, where the more <laughs> tickets you have, the more of a chance you have to win. No, and I think I think me not being a part of the CWA may go against me. Oh, My look. name's not Norma or Audrey, and so, you know, this might go against me. You could be Simone. You could enter as Simone. Oh, yes. You know, and say that you're like, you're 80, mm-hmm. and you come from Kilsarth. And you yes. have been baking for your family for 40, 45, 50 years. Yes, yes. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. So well, I'm going to give it a go. 
and I'll bring some stuff in for you next week. You can play CWA and you can tell me what you think. Because I know seeing the CWA or, or the representatives of the CWA yes. on MasterChef, they're ruthless. <laughs> they really are. They oh. are worse than some of the some of the, the top chefs out there. Oh yeah. And to be honest with you, like that that episode of MasterChef where they're making sponges or scones or something is Probably, probably my favourite because these people go into these competitions with with these amazing skills. But when it comes to something really simple, they can't pull it off, and they really struggle with mm-hmm. with the simple things. So, um, so that being said, those simple things aren't that simple. So, well, and that's where they get that's where they do sort of fall apart. Mm. So, um. Yeah, so look, I could have entered some some decorated cake that would have taken me two months to do, but no, I just thought that was too hard. I love that section. I love all those cakes. Oh, you, just, you? you just wonder, like, what time? See, that's a bit too much of an overachiever section oh. for me. You know what I'm like with overachievers, yeah, you, don't make, you? you? could have made, like, a baby cake and had, like, a, a block and a rattle next to it. Too much work. Oh, come on. Too much, like, hard work. Gee, and for next year, next year, be fine. I think you, you you can do it. You'll be you'll be right. Or make biscuits, because they're good at that as well, like, you can, you can make some biscuits or do something random Well, I like thought that. I'd challenge them at their own game. And the, and the thing is with macaroons, right? Oh, I'm thinking, yeah. do I make like a Adriano Zumbo macaroon? Oh. Or is it like a coconut macaroon? Oh. Is it like a, a traditional kind of um, Nana style macaroon? Or is it something a bit funky? Because there's, mm. no, there's no funky categories there. No. They're, they're, they're not looking for, for gourmet flavor of macaroon. No. they It's just... Simply macaroons. So mm. I don't want to go in there and make an idiot of myself either. Well, you can make rosewater macaroons. Rosewater macaroons. I used to make raspberry and rosewater muffins in my oh. last job. Oh, yeah. delicious. Turkish delighty. Delighty. Yeah, yeah. But not they, really. It, it was really, really cool. I, I really liked it. Joy 94.9. <laughs> It's 8 o'clock and currently 13 degrees in Melbourne. Good evening, I'm Michael with your SM Friday's News of the Week. An American man has paid off his mortgage using boxes of pennies. Thomas Daigle delivered more than 62,000 pennies in two boxes weighing about 180 kilos each to his bank earlier this year to finalise his mortgage. After buying a house with his wife in 1977, he made a promise to make the final payment memorable. Daigle explained that he kept his collection in the basement, firstly in a crate then in steel military rocket launcher ammo boxes when it became too heavy. He said his wife would laugh when he would pick up a penny and say it was going toward the mortgage. His two messages to his children have been, if you say you're going to do something, you do it, and pennies add up. A group of British physics students have calculated that Batman would probably crash to the ground and die if he tried to fly in real life. The four Master of Physics students from the University of Leicester researched a paper titled Trajectory of a Falling Batman, discovering that the superhero could glide using his cape as he does in the movies, but the landing would be fatal. The students argued that if Batman jumped from a 150 metre high building, the 4.7 metre wingspan of his cape would let him glide 350 metres at a top speed of 109 kilometres an hour. However, he would hit the ground at a speed of 80 kilometres an hour. The paper recommended some changes for Batman to allow him to fly the way he does, get a bigger cape or use jets. Batman, Robin and Alfred did not comment on the news. 
And finally, in sports news, Moscow's premier sports event has taken place during the week with the running of Russia's fifth annual stiletto race. Dozens of women took part in the 50-metre run, wearing heels of at least nine centimetres. Most of the women stumbled through the race, with many of them crashing to the ground before the finish line. Winner Marina Tutkemesheva told reporters of her reasons for racing, saying, I really love sport. I always keep fit wherever I am. I love having a beautiful body and I love sport in all its aspects. She received shopping vouchers valued at 100,000 rubles, or about $3,000, from a Russian fashion magazine which hosted the event. Joy 94.9, that was lightning from The Wanted, and this is SM Fridays with Simon and Michael. And speaking of lightning, yes. um, oh, that reminds me of The End of the World. Yes, it does. It does. And I saw an interesting program over during this week uh, about people who... While are you're on holidays. That's right. The last week, back to work on Monday. I don't oh, want to. poor thing. I'm sick. My I should stay bleeds. home. You've had two weeks off. Oh, for goodness sake. Three. Maybe make it four. Three? Have you had three no, weeks no, off? No, no, no. I'd like oh to make it God. three, maybe yeah, four. Yeah. However, I was watching a TV show about people who are preparing themselves for the end of the world. Yes. Yep. For doomsday. For 2012, end of the world. That's correct. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot about the craziness that people actually <laughs> go through uh, to actually prepare themselves for these things. Now, I think I've seen the same show as you. Mm. A lot of... Um, it's all about Americans. It's an American show. So it's about Americans. Go figure. Uh, and they're all very Southern American. There's a lot of Southerners involved in uh, this particular TV show. And there was one family in particular that really got me thinking about how I can prepare myself for the end of the world. Yes. Uh, a lot of good tips to help me through. So I learned that this particular family has got a posse of 22 people, hand-picked family and friends, who they're going to hang with uh, when the world does end. Um, and the, the the fun thing is that one of them is an ex-Marine and the another one is an ex-Army man. So uh, the, between the two of those two, they've taught everyone how to shoot. Every member of that family knows how to shoot a gun, even the the children... Uh, in that family. Yes. It's bizarre. Wow. And... Bit of upskilling. I know. And the other thing is that there actually is... This this family decides that they're going to, when they're um, making their meals, instead of making enough for the family and maybe for lunch the next day, because, hey, we all do that. (laughs) No, no. They make enough for themselves for that particular meal, plus four or five times the amount after that, in order to can and store away in their huge, massive box that's like like a container which is their pantry, which has enough food in it, both dry and canned, to feed the 22 people for about six months. Wow. Plus they've got their own water supply, their own power supply. Sounds a bit like Big Brother. It is, it is absolutely... It's, it was crazy. And they even had... Uh, if In case the end of the world came in that particular place yeah. where they were, they had refitted two school buses with everything they need to actually leave their compound. Wow, it's very Resident Evil, isn't it? It is. It was wow. It was amazing. It was. A, I was actually genuinely shocked at, at to how prepared they actually are. And the, the father actually said that the kids don't know anything different, so it's good for them. Right. I do yeah. beg to differ. 
<laughs> just slightly. But yeah, strange, strange people. Well, speaking of doomsday, I've got a website open, which you haven't seen yet. No, I'll I haven't. been the computer around so well, thank you can you. have a look. Now, this is a website that was on, it was something like a, a morning show. Yep. And they were interviewing the creator of these, um, of these bunkers, which yep. they're building all around the world. I do believe they're building them in Australia oh, as well. Okay. So what they are is they're like a commune. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yep. Everybody's got a, like a private shelter mm-hmm. with, um, with, you know, your bits and pieces in it which all sort of uh, all connect to like an open living room area and all of that sort of stuff it's like a uni dorm but like yeah. uni you know like student accommodation but like a crazy big bolted metal door version of yeah. it but look they're not doing things in half like have a look at the furniture it is it is it looks sort of Gainesville kind of it is luxurious for, we're talking yeah. like it's it's like a cruise liner type deal you know the, the, the leather couches yeah. the fancy paintings on the wall the nice carpet I, I could I can I can see this on a on the next reincarnation of the QE2 rather than <laughs> in a bunker that people are living. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is a, a phenomenal website which we're actually going to post a link to this on our social media page and you can you can have a look at this. Go to the Joy website yep. and uh, it's joy.org.au forward slash SM Fridays and that'll direct you to our social media pages which you'll be able to have a look at these this website which includes a five minute video on these bunkers and what they're all about. It is insane what what people are going to. Joy 94.9. You're on Joy 94.9. S&M Fridays is what you're listening to with Simon and Michael. And uh, before I touch myself uh, by the Divinals, we're talking about the the drama of the week, uh, the biggest news story of the week, which is the Tomcat divorce. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's been a lot of press about it. This week they decided that they'd... Um, organise everything. Everything's been finalised. They've yep. signed off. We don't know what the go is yet, uh, exactly. But who's I getting think, what? Who's getting yeah. what? Um, but I think the real loser here is not Tom. Not Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Cat. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest loser here is Suri. Oh. I Something just doesn't sit right about that name with me. Suri. Hmm. It sounds like an alien. An alien's name. To me, name. it sounds like a, an underground... Uh, toilet cleaning system sort of thing. <laughs> oh, a what? And it sounds like sewage. Ah. Oh, mm. oh. But it doesn't look the same. It's got different... It doesn't look... It's, it's spelled differently. So, you know, visually it doesn't quite remind you of that. <laughs> but I think the real loser is Terry because she, I, she has been on the... Um, on, a, on a most... On the best dressed list more times... Than lots of other female celebrities have. Really? I re- yeah, yeah. The number of times her clothes have been, you know, um, talked about, photographed by various fashion people has been crazy. So I suppose you'd be at the right age to to go on to Dolly's Cover Girl competition it's when you're <laughs> five or six years old. <laughs> close, close, mm. nearly there. But the thing is now with the divorce and Tom not bringing you know the, the money won't be coming as much um for suri we're not sure if she's going to be keeping that fashion going and i think it'd be very sad for suri to lose her very high ranking in hollywood's best dressed <laughs> because of her parents divorce look i don't think they're short of a dollar really i know but you you've got now two women in the same household mm. both trying to look good 
there's going to be some drums and they can't even share clothes. I reckon there'll be a reality TV series about it. Actually, there's an idea. I think that, that could... That Speaking could... of which, oh, have you seen the new ad for the new one that's based in New South Wales? Yes, I have. Which yes. sounds like Jersey Shore. Which I think it's it's designed to be like. Yeah. By, which I'm going to watch the first show mm. or two just to see how... how um, I don't know how to put it without being... Um, Pervy? No. <laughs> I don't watch television just because they're in their Speedos. What do you think I am? What do you think I am? Why are you watching the Olympics? Because there are athletes. They are athletes and they're doing great things for themselves. And they don't have much clothes on. And I don't, I don't mind that there's an English high jumper who looks absolutely fantastic in little clothing and that's so and I admit that that's okay okay I've seen the photos he's my new favorite but I'm going to watch this new TV show just to see sort of how different or similar it is to all those other ones that we've seen before right so you're doing it basically using it as a as a tool like research it's like research. like me using the Lara Bingle show as research that's right exactly right yes I have it? been watching it every week since I have I don't mind it I like it oh hmm. so I wonder I wonder how many people actually watch it now what, what the what oh, sort of numbers are what, one, two, maybe <laughs> maybe half a dozen. My dog watched it as well. Oh, okay, that, that counts. Yeah. That's that's yeah. good. All right, well, we'll see if there's any change to you know their, to their the lineup. Demographics. That's right. Yeah. But no, it's 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 all dramatic at the moment, and um, it's one something to watch both TV shows and what happens next with Tom Cat and Suri. But mm. I'm thinking, I'm I'm hoping that Suri doesn't turn into someone who just wears potato sacks because there's just too much, too much. Um, it does sound very Amish. It, it, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different, whole different uh, kettle of fish. Yes, uh, not Scientologists. We don't have any Amish celebrities, do we? No, we don't. Well, not that we know of. No, there's another reality TV show oh. just screaming to be made. I'm sure there's an Amish show. I'm, I'm sure there is one. <laughs> I saw one with some really lovely people. Um, Ken from Oak Park messaged us on oh four two seven joy nine four nine and said that uh, and never hurt Nicole. The whole the, the divorce. Very true. Yeah. Very true. So Mimi, um, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, could be the one to go. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But Nicole has always had extra things going on for herself. You know, she, she hasn't just... She's got talent, unlike <clears throat> the most recent divorcee. Yeah, well, you know, good old Kate. Kate Katie Holmes. Mm. Yes. But oh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see Remember what happens. Dawson's Creek? I do. All those years ago. <laughs> climbing through the window. Oh yes, uh, just rem- pacey and yeah, <laughs> and look where they are now. I know, still the creek, battling drug addictions and working in Seven Elevens, <laughs> trying to scale. Uh, Although walls. Jam- James Vanderbeek showed up in Kesha's most recent video, yeah, he did. Yes. Blow. yes, I watched that just the other day. Oh, actually. excellent! But he seems Random. He's, <laughs> he seems to be a very pop culture type. You know, like he'll yeah. appear in re- you know random things. Yeah, but hey, that's but good luck to them, I say. But we'll see what happens. Good old Suri. I know. So um, now next week we're going to be having an Olympics themed show. Yes, we are. We are now. Did you know that Abfab were re- reuniting to do a, an episode for the Olympics? Yes, their last, the last of their three new episodes. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I'm really looking forward to that, and I, I believe it gets released this weekend in Asia. Okay, and we may be included in that. Twenty, somewhere. I saw twenty third ish. 
2030 of oh, okay, June. I, I remember seeing... That'd be around the Olympics. Around the Olympics, yeah. That week, I think it's that week of. Yes. Yep. Uh, yes, and that was uh, Absolutely Fabulous by the Pet Shop Boys. I haven't heard that one for a long time, No, I haven't, actually. yeah, yeah. It's, it's been it's, a while. It's a nice one to, to have in the back pocket on those... That's right. Fun days, and we've actually got the, uh, the 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 actual cover for it here too, which was the old cardboard um, CD single. Yeah, so you know, you know, it's a, a loved one, which is one step after the cast single. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, someone's showing their age, aren't they? But that's okay. But that's uh, so that's Ab Fab uh, coming for the Olympics next week. Is our Olympic ish sort of show? Yeah, a uh, bit of bit of sport, bit of peep. Our warm up. Yeah, that's right. A stretch. And the week after that is the actual opening ceremony time yeah. around. And, you know, we... Let's we, get to it before them. That's right. Yeah. We want to get there first. Yes. Hmm. So it'll be next week. Um, in the meantime, you're always welcome to join us on our social media pages by going to joy.org.au slash smfridays. That's right. Um, and that's uh, all there for you to have a look at. There will be things during the week that we'll post up there, get you going. If you have any uh, thoughts about the music you've heard tonight as, as well, let us know on those social media Good pages. Good thoughts. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, we might pass it on to people who yeah, are important. True. true, very true. We also have a special guest next week who we, do. we have an Australian Idol, a winner of Australian Idol next oh, week. how exciting. I know. Natalie Gauchi will be joining us uh, for a chat yes. with Paul from Tune in Tokyo. So she's been collaborating with some dance music producers. And uh, yes, yeah, so uh, now we've also had a message from Andy from Elwood. Yes. And he said that uh, we played uh, I Touched Myself by the Divinals yep. before. And uh, and he said it's in fact the Mikey song. It, it should, should be a song be. for Mikey. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking how I'm not sure how they would use that in a in a way that won't offend people. Uh, but I, I, the ad just writes itself. Though. It, it does. It does. <laughs> I, can, I can already see it. I can I can see it. Yeah. It might have to be run at like a later time slot. Though. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would work very, very well. And that, that's what I think Metro need to do. Mm. They need to be a little bit funkier. And like that song we played a few weeks ago. Um, Come on, ride the train by yes. Quad City DJs. Mm-hmm. Come on, ride the train. Yeah, that one. Two, two. Um, yeah, mm. I reckon if they had that as a theme song, I'd take the train. Yeah, that's different to Mikey though. Mikey is a different kettle of fish altogether. That's not that's not part of the, the train as system. Bad as each other, aren't they? No, one's one. Which one's better? Oh, I no, I have no problem with Mikey. Hmm. I don't catch the train. Either have I, and you know I'm, I'm the most untechnical person you when it are. comes to a computer. I, I don't struggle with Mikey. No, it's very, it's just bang, bang. So. Touch, touch, touch. Not yourself, though. You can't, <laughs> you can't touch yourself with it because it won't actually work. That's true. Mm. That's true. All right, well, hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. Yes. We'll be back next week fresher. Hopefully. Hopefully. Without, without the cold uh-huh. and not, not sniffing and, and, and carrying on in between. Uh, well, hopefully, more can, alert. Yeah, well, <laughs> one can only hope. But this weather, no one can, no one can uh, promise that. That's true. We'll see you next week, though. Joy ninety four point nine is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy ninety four point nine by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation. Joy. Help keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.